1: Hey, folks, this is Randy Wilburn. I have a special episode for you today. It's actually one that I recorded back in February of 2020. I had a chance to sit down with Kayleen Griffith from Visit Bentonville, and she was kind enough to share with me all of the wonderful things that Visit Bentonville was doing to bring this area, uh, create more awareness for people outside of um, Northwest Arkansas. But of course, as we all know, the pandemic Reared its ugly head at the end of February, early March of 2020. And I decided to delay putting this episode out and I finally want to release the episode. I had a chance to follow up with Kayleen uh, last week and we talked at length about some of the things that they're doing to um, help businesses, all all types of local entities here in Bentonville um, stay safe. Uh, During this pandemic and also uh, still working on creating awareness for other people about the alternatives that are available to people that decide to come to Bentonville and how they can still make the most of such a beautiful place like the Ozarks. So I'm excited to share this episode with you. I recognize that some of the things that we talked about, some of the events coming up at the time, it was spring and summer, those events, most of them got canceled. Uh, Some got delayed, some got postponed, but the bottom line is that I think that as Northwest Arkansans, we are a resolute bunch, and we typically do not let things get us down, and I would say that Kayleen and the rest of her team at Visit Bentonville has done a tremendous job of not uh, letting the pandemic get the best of them, but putting Their best foot forward, figuring out what to do. Yes, they had to deal with budget cuts, um, but they have figured out ways to support local programming like be safe, be smart, and they want to do all that they can to encourage people to Enjoy Bentonville in a number of different ways, some of which we never really talked about before, which is like digital only. There's a lot of online digital programs that allow you to enjoy Crystal Bridges and the Momentary and the Amazium and so many other programs that are on. You can still drive to Bentonville. Uh, granted, the, the the numbers right now with the pandemic aren't looking that great, but over time we'll get more control of COVID-19 and and more and more people will keep coming back here. One of the things that she did share with me that I was blown away by is the fact that most of the people that drive to Northwest Arkansas drive, do so from three places. And those three places are Dallas, Oklahoma City, And Chicago. Yes, that's right. The Chicago that's nine hours away from here. Those folks drive here quite a bit. So I thought that was interesting. So without further ado, I want you to enjoy this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Hear what Kayleen has to share. And if there are some ways that you can think of to help boost tourism, you should share them with her. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. And uh, I I think that um, this is a worthwhile episode to listen to. And I think we need to recognize how great we have it, even though we're not out every day uh, because of the pandemic. And a lot of us are just doing life a lot differently than we were even back in February. I think we should be thankful for the area that we live in. And Kayleen certainly makes a great case for that. And one of the statistics that she also shared with me was that 86 percent of people are looking for safe destinations. And she feels very strongly that Bentonville, Arkansas, is a very safe destination. As she feels that same way about Northwest Arkansas as a whole, but Bentonville being her focus, it is a safe place to come and visit. So if you're listening to this during the pandemic, um, consider visiting us in a safe way, whether virtually or whether in person. And uh, we will certainly leave the light on for you if you are listening to this post pandemic and the vaccine is working 100 percent and everything is moving back to normal. We'd love to see you here in Bentonville, Arkansas, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, in Springdale, Arkansas, and in Rogers, Arkansas. But right now, this episode is all about Bentonville and Kayleen Griffith and her team at Visit Bentonville. You guys enjoy it. Cue the music. Hey folks and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host Randy Wilburn and today I am sitting here with Kayleen Griffith who is the president and CEO of Visit Bentonville. We're sitting down here on the square here in Bentonville, downtown Bentonville. I'm looking at the uh, the 5 and 10 museum which is the, the museum for Walmart and uh, looking out over the square and it's just nice to be with you today, Kayleen. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to be a part of this.
1: Oh, good, good. Well, that's awesome. So I would love for you just to, before we get into Visit Bentonville and all the amazing things that are happening here, I actually will, will say this. As I was sitting downstairs waiting for you, I looked up on the wall and now I discovered a bunch of new hashtags that I can use for everything related to Bentonville or just what's happening in this area. And so I certainly want to share with the listeners, I want to give them a picture of what Bentonville is all about and, and specific specifically for people that are coming here from out of town, but even for the locals, because I talk to a lot of local people that don't know enough about their own backyard. So we've we've got some we've got some work to do, but but in the meantime and in between time, I really want you just to give us your superhero origin story and tell us who Kayleen is. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fortunate. I've been here for 14 years. Mm-hmm. I came for this job. I had the opportunity to interview for the, at that time, it was called Bentonville USA. And I'm fortunate that I got to work through changing names and our branding and messaging. But prior to that, I was a YMCA director. I, was, I worked for Disney as a lifeguard, and then I worked for their travel company. I've also worked for Chambers of Commerce, doing director of special event in three different chambers. And so I have a really vast background that is really tourism related, that I didn't know that I was in tourism prior to this job until I started visiting with my interview and going through the process. And I was like, Oh, I've been doing tourism since I've been 15. Because I was in hospitality with restaurants, and my mom owned a restaurant. So I was doing a lot of those things through parks and rec, even that's all tourism. And so I just was part of all of that from the time that I was 15 till now, my background and education is an early child education. Um, I always tell people that um, I just, I'm just like working with uh, everybody's like working with a five year old. Mm-hmm. Um, you get excited when everybody does something good and you tell them why you can't do something and you give them a little more description. So it's everyday life.
1: Oh, I love that. And and uh, you went to K State, right? I did go to Kansas okay. State. Yes. Right. That's cool. Well, yes. we won't hold that against
0: you. <laughs> I'm sure I'm a big 12 kind of girl. No, it's
1: all good. It's so funny because everybody around here, you know, if you didn't go to the U of A, it's like, well, where did you go? It's like, uh, okay. So no, but that's great. And I know they actually have a really good early childhood education program at K-State. They They have a few high quality. I mean, it's a good school period, but I mean, it's, and it's just up the road. Big
0: agricultural school. Right. right, Early childhood education was one of their top degrees. And so I loved it. I'm fortunate. I always tell people I'm a K-State fan. Since I've moved here, I'm a K-State fan, but I'm a U of A fan unless they're playing the Wildcats. They're playing
1: Wildcats. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe they'll meet meet you, meet you guys in the, uh, in the in the the big tournaments so. We did
0: meet once, but we'll not talk about that. Yeah, that's okay.
1: That's all right. So, now, are you originally from Kansas?
0: I am originally from Kansas. Okay. I uh, grew up in Dodge City, Kansas, Ooh. but I was born in Iowa and grew up in Dodge City, Kansas. Okay. So. I was in a town that was total tourism because it had Boot Hill, Miss Kitty, Matt Dillon. We right. had gunfights every night on Front Street, wider. So, which, you know, you don't realize that until you leave and <laughs> grow up and you're like, oh, I was, my whole town was tourist. Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, so, do you feel like that's helped you? I mean, oh, that specifically?
0: Hands down. I think growing up, I'm fortunate my dad was a chiropractor and my mom was uh, marketing with our mall in our community. So it was all about services and taking care of people, and we were very involved in the community from all levels. And so I think my parents raised us to make sure we took care of people and service people, and I feel like that's what we do here at Visit Bentonville. We make sure people are taken care of, they're our friend, they're not a client, and we work with them and we build relationships with them to make sure that they continue to come back on a regular basis. And I think that's what I love about Bentonville because I think everywhere you go at every restaurant, every hotel, every attraction, people are feeling, they feel that everybody's hospitable. Um, I think that's our number one compliment. And I think we're proud of that here at Visit Bentonville.
1: Yeah. No, it it really is. I I tell people all the time when I, when I, when I, and I travel a lot myself, but when I go other places and they're like, you're in Arkansas, I'm like, yes, but don't knock it until you've tried it. (laughs) Come visit and then talk to me about it. And then every time people do that, they're like, oh, I see why you've been there for five years and you're not leaving anytime soon.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think that's probably one of the things that um, I think our team is most proud of is just that we're kind of changing the perception mm-hmm. or the image and we want to make sure we keep elevating that image in the community. And I think we're, we're very proud of what our team has done and what our community has done as a whole.
1: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, with all of the, the corporate citizens of the area, yeah. specifically one big corporate citizen yeah. that I can think <laughs> yeah. of that looms large in Bentonville, yeah. how has that been to try to connect the dots with all that goes on with Walmart as well as everything else that's happening?
0: You know, I think one of the things that when I first moved here, I found that we were, we were not very involved in things prior to my my existence here at the Visit Bentonville. And one of the things that I felt very strongly was about was how do we get connected with what's going on in the community? Mm -hmm. And um, the first month I visited every single restaurant at that time, it was about 125. Now we're over 300 and every hotel, which was about 15 and now we're at 21 getting ready to be 22. So it was meeting with those folks and talking to them and kind of telling them we're here for you. And then we are looking at, then we started looking at our corporations. What are we doing that we could be helping those corporations? And I think the key to that was with Walmart is who do we connect with? We connect with the events team. So when they're bringing events in, we're part of that. Mm -hmm. How do we help them succeed? And so what we kind of became was an extension of everyone. And our team grew from having three to nine now. And so to me, what's important for us is Walmart is a great team member for us. Yeah. We work really closely with them, you know, and it's more about some of the smaller events, some of the bigger things, but we are the home of Walmart. Our business Monday through Thursday is really based on the business traveler. Right. So we really focus on how do we help them? How do we partner with them to make those uh, those experiences better? How do we work with them to make sure that if there's anything they need, they have that call for our team? And we look forward to that. And we, you know, it's taken, it took me five years to make sure, um, and that's, you know, I'm in 14, to make sure that we had the connection and understood what our role was, because it was a lot of education, because yeah. we were not involved. So I think that's one of the things that when, with our team is that we really focus on how do we collaborate? How do we connect with those? And Walmart is a prime example of that. We connect on all levels, from partnerships with them to the events and shows team, even working with their marketing team and even the Walmart Foundation. We work with their marketing team when they're working on a project. There's things that we can help them with or connect with them. So, what
1: about HR?
0: Um, you know, I don't think we work with HR much. Okay, I don't. We might work with them from a meetings perspective if they're bringing people in. Yeah. Um, we have, in fact, just let me. Oh, I didn't even remember this. We had a group come in. They had a meeting, and they wanted somebody to talk about HR. Okay. And we reached out to Walmart to see if they could do it. I can't tell you that was early on in my right, career, right. and uh, one of our team members were doing. I think they spoke with them, but I can't guarantee that. But somebody for their team, like they just they were a you know a an association and wanted somebody from an HR organization, somebody one of our organizations to bring an HR. And I think we reached out to Walmart for that. that. Yeah. Um, just and it was like a you know, a 45 minute session. So it wasn't like a big, and they just wanted somebody to come in and talk about some of the rules and the laws and different things like that. And I think Walmart worked with us on that, if I remember correctly, okay. um, That's, but that's been years ago. Been and years I can't now. even tell you who
1: we talked No, well, to. I mean, I'm just curious because I'm thinking if, if I had a company here, mm-hmm. I, I would want to team up with the Visitors Bureau and, you know, and an organization like Visit Bentonville to really shine a light On all that there is to do here. Right. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast. I mean, it's the idea that, you know, the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life here in the Ozarks. And, you know, there's so much going on that sometimes it's hard to get your arms around it. And if you're in throughout the day, if you're busy recruiting people, trying to get people to come to Northwest Arkansas, the last thing you you need to be thinking about is, well, what are, you know, there are a bunch of events, but what events are they? And that's kind of where you guys come in and are able to fill in the blanks and, create a picture for what you know individuals can can do while they're visiting and then what they can do once they move here.
0: Right. And so one of the things that we have a tagline here, it's not even a tagline, I don't know if that's what you'd call it, but tourism is the gateway to economic development. I like that. Because people are going to visit here before they move here. People are going to visit here before they invest. And so we're the front door to their businesses and how do we help them be more successful and one, we are very adamant. Um, we're getting ready to do a survey to a lot of our local businesses and local leaders about what are some of the things that we're doing well, what are the, some of the things that we can uh, do better on, and we're we are we want to be a team member to the schools and we are to the to the residents mm-hmm. of our city to be a good partner for them. But our job is to bring in people from outside the area, and we really say after that fifty mile radius. So our focus is to advertise, promote our city to those cities surrounding us. And so we we really talk a lot to the drive market from Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Wichita, Kansas City, St. Louis, Shreveport, Dallas, you know, those are all in within five, five to six, yeah, yeah.
1: five hours, right? five to six yeah, hours. exactly. And so
0: we know that we have people driving. I think Dallas is our number one that comes in uh, the Texas area, Oklahoma City area comes in. And our third is Chicago, Wow, which that's about nine hours if I, I'm close yeah, to nine, nine hours.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a little bit of a waste. But
0: they're coming from Chicago. Those are our top three markets that we know people are coming from. Wow,
1: I had no idea. That's, that's very really interesting. It's funny you mention that because now that I think about it, I actually have a friend who I work with and another company that I, I was, I'm a part of. And they, um, they came down here to visit with us and they were taken aback by the area. They were like, this is so beautiful. Then I took them to like Wright's Barbecue. I took them to, <laughs> I blew their minds. Yeah. And they are like, we're coming back. So then they came back and they brought a whole group of people back with them. And now he's coming back with his wife next week. So we're, of course, we're, where are we going for lunch? Wright's That's Barbecue. barbecue yeah. and, and I mean, but, but but he's staying at 21C yeah. while he's here. He's taking it all in. And yeah. he he said, man, I can't tell you. I just love Northwest Arkansas.
0: Well, and we hear that often and we're fortunate because I think this is, we're kind of changing the minds of folks about what's coming here. And I think the quality of life experience has created this quality of life for our local citizens, but it's also created this destination for the visitor. And I always tell people that uh, right now we are, our key attractions are arts and cycling. Those are our top two destination drivers for us. Now, along with the business traveler, we're always going to have that being the home of Walmart. And we love that because yeah. uh, that, that, that works with our hotels and our restaurants Monday through Thursday. But how do we build that weekend business? Uh, because when I got here, it was 15% occupancy. That means that our hotels were very in need of weekend business. Yeah. So we increased our sports business. Now we're doing arts and cycling and w- along with our sports business and bus tours and meetings and the cycling and arts. It is a huge aspect of all that's going on, but we continue to really focus on arts and cycling. Um, Over 650,000 people came to Crystal Bridges in the last year. I mean, uh, about sixty percent of that is uh, from the region. Forty percent is from outside of the area, approximately. I'm giving. I'm rounding up. Yeah, rounding yeah, up. no,
1: that's fine. Yeah, and be then, generous with that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Up, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then our cycling: fifty-six percent of our cyclists are from outside our region. Yeah, you. Yeah. We can't beat that. Um, and we know there's a huge number of increased riders coming from outside of the area. And I use the. Um, I spoke in Can- uh Sorry, I spoke St. Louis at a bike conference, and they okay. were this group came up to me and said, "We're bringing." They brought in, I want to say, right around 70 people from St. Louis. They all came down. They got Airbnbs and hotels, and they were here. It was kind of a St. Louis takeover. Right, right. Kansas City does that, and they bring down that 50 to 70 people, and they ride our trails. And we love it because our trails are progressive. So somebody like myself that's just started riding, I can ride the easy trails. My wheels aren't going to leave the ground. I'm doing no drops. Right, right. right. <laughs> I'm doing the easy stuff. But yet, you have those adventurous, more skilled riders that are doing the drops, and we have all of those aspects of for the riders. So, a wife and a husband come down, a, a family can come, and they can have a full experience within that community. Oh, absolutely! Uh, within our community, and the nice thing is they can do it in the region. So it's not just Bentonville; they can go to Bella Vista, Fayetteville, Rogers, Eureka Springs you get a different experience in every one of those cities. So being the Oz Trails destination for us as a region has really benefited us because a visitor doesn't care if they're going under a bridge and knowing they're leaving a city, they care about the full experience. And you're going to Wrights, which is not in Bentonville. We love Wrights, but it's not in Bentonville. It's not going to be one of our ones that we do, but we want to share. We want to be part of that whole experience as a Northwest Arkansas region.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you couldn't have said it better, but, and, and even though Wright's is not physically in Bentonville, you've got the A street market, which has oh, yeah. basically taken the world by storm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I, every time I visit Bentonville, I leave some money there, Yeah. depending on whether I need a Thank smoothie <laughs> or anything like that. I'm, I'm there at the A street market. Yeah. And, and certainly I think, you know, when the momentary comes, that's, yeah. So, I mean, you, you, I mean you you mentioned that there there are two tent poles of what's kind of keeping everything together for Visit Bentonville and that's the arts and, and cycling and and I think it's really it says a lot about this area that it can support those two totally different things in the way that they do tell me just a little bit from your perspective if 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 you're talking to somebody that's on the outside looking in or wants to learn more about Northwest Arkansas why do you think we we have been successful in generating this buzz about the arts. I mean, obviously Crystal Bridges is the, is the linchpin, if you will, of all of that, but, but why? Why do you think that's happened?
0: Well, I think we've, it, I, and I'm going to start back in 2005 when they made the announcement. If you, if you talk to the rest of the world, we were not a destination for a museum or arts. And what it did was it kind of opened a door of experiences that we didn't get in the middle of America, the yeah. heartland of the U.S., we did not get that experience of the arts, and I, I I think back that I didn't get to grow up with arts we We would go to a museum every once in a while, but every day our kids get to experience art, so all of a sudden it's introducing something that was not introduced to them early on. But what I think we've done a really good job of is we've created it so it's accessible to all and you know Alice uh, Walton was very adamant about making sure it's accessible to all, and I think that is kind of. The kind of that first step, I think the second step is creating, they have over 500 pieces of art at Crystal Bridges. So you may not like the colonial period, but like the contemporary, you're going to have a positive experience in that museum because of the the medium that you want to see is there. I think it's just introducing it to people. I think the variety of exhibitions that they're bringing in on a regular basis are bringing guests back but also introducing it to new guests. I think we continue to collaborate from advertising and marketing to events to how do we work together? And that is what I love most about Northwest Arkansas, are the partnerships. And I think that is what's made Bentonville successful. There are people that we work with on a regular basis from the Chamber of Commerce to the city to the mayor's office to our downtown association, to our parks and rec, and that to even some of our bike organizations within the community, even Fat Tire, Mojo, the bike shops, we are a partner with them. How do we help them become successful? How do we promote their businesses? So when a traveler comes here, they know that they can go rent a bike there. Here's what they have to do. Here's the things they have to do. And they know it before they even get here. So it's figuring out that partnership. And I think arts is a key to that. And I think the city kind of, they had a public arts advisory board that kind of was not it was there, but it wasn't being utilized. Now they have it. It's very active. I think they have nine pieces. Well, more than that, because they've done a ton of tunnels. They have really invested in public art. We invest in public arts because we don't want people to go to Crystal Bridges, get back on the highway and go down to another city.
1: Yeah,
0: We want it to be a full experience, multi-days. So we see us investing in art as a city and it's, that it's important to invest in arts. And it's one of the largest... You know, economic drivers for communities from the public arts to the arts within Crystal Bridges. So I think that collaboration, I think the accessibility to it Mm. and the diversity of the arts that are being put into Crystal Bridges is huge. Now, I'm really excited about the momentary (laughs) because I think that's a whole different venue than anything we've ever seen anywhere. And I think it's a contemporary arts venue that you're going to have a full different experience that you're going to see artists in residence. At work within the museum, I don't think you're going to get to see that anywhere else. It is an industrial former cheese factory that you can now go into, and they did it in such a wonderful way. But it's also going to have performing arts, Mm -hmm. and so it has a. It's kind of diversifying more for us, and I think that's what I love is we see where where things are going in Bentonville, and we look at what are the opportunities, and we kind of step into those and go, "Oh, here's a gap. Let's fill that gap." And I think. You have a great leadership team that is, you know, embracing those opportunities.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, you said a mouthful. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I no, I mean, seriously, because I mean, I think about just what these things, I mean, right now we have the Scott's Family Museum. When the momentary yep. does come online, it's going to be amazing. No pun intended. But, <laughs> um, and then, I mean, you just have a lot of other things. I mean, people are starting to say that, you know, maybe we should relocate here. Maybe we should be here and, and be located here. I don't know if Mr. Sam would have ever envisioned this. And when I say Mr. Sam, I'm, I'm referring for those that aren't familiar with Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart. And, you know, but he, you know, you talk about the embodiment of this collaboration and teamwork that takes place here and how you've partnered with, with all these different organizations. And, you know, that was a lot of his mantra when I, and I read his biography and just how he brought people together. I mean, there's, it's no accident they became as big as they did.
0: I hope that he sees that. <laughs> I, I, I think he had a vision personally, that's just my, because I think he was a visionary guy yeah. and he was a visionary leader. And I think he would have embraced this and even looked at it in a different way than a lot of us and said, Hey, we can do more. What can we do? Where are the gaps? Cause I think that's what he did in within Walmart is he'd say, Hey, what are we doing? Well, what should we, we be doing and where are gaps within theirs? Absolutely, and I think he does. He did that. He did that every day. If you go and see his yellow pad. Or, you know. right? So I think that's kind of, uh, I think that's what the city has done. And I think what, that's what his, you know, family's invested. And I think we're fortunate for Northwest Arkansas and Arkansas as a whole. We continue to see opportunities uh, with that.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. And, you know, and I, obviously I, I don't want to not mention the fact that they're about to build a brand new campus yes. here in Bentonville, which I think is also going to be an attraction in and of itself. Have you guys thought about how you're going to try to support that or have you Um
0: you know what we have in fact we did a they did a presentation I you know we visited and I, we I'd l- I told them that let's get together as it gets closer to the date because I do think we'll be a good partner for that and I also think as they're bringing people in because I think it's going to be a, a state of the art type of facility that people are going to want to see it to see if they can replicate it which we have that now within our cities from other cities coming here to visit our community to say, okay, what are you doing and how can we, you know, how can we benefit from it? And Dothan, Alabama wanted to kind of, they came in a few months ago and they wanted to talk about the arts and how did the city and the municipalities and the chamber, how did they work together, which was huge for us. Independence Missouri came down and they brought 45 people from their community leaders to find out how did the parks and rec work with the tourism bureau, with the city government, with the schools. And what was that partnership like? And so it was. It's just interesting, and I think Walmart headquarters is going to be that exact same way. I think people are going to come here wanting to know more about it, why they're doing it, and how do we how do we, you know, learn from them? Yeah. And I think that's a key part of it. So.
1: Yeah. No, I, I exactly. I think it's great. I, what is it? Um, 2024, twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five? I know. it was When the-
0: they announced it was five years, <clears throat> so I think yeah. we're about yeah. a three and a half to four years out.
1: <laughs> but but you know the thing the thing I also I like about being down here in Northwest Arkansas compared to where I came from in um, nor- the Northeast part of the country is that things get done fast.
0: Comparably <laughs> speaking, you know, yeah.
1: if you live, grew up in the Northeast or like in the New Jersey area or, or Boston or someplace, I mean, it takes forever yeah. to get a, a municipal project done down here, you know, here or Texas. I mean, you turn around and, and blink and it's done. So I think it'll be, I, don't, I think it'll be done quicker than people think and I, But yeah. I think it'll be done with a high degree of quality. And thoughtfulness behind it, which I think it's going to be exciting. If you
0: haven't seen it, it's online. You get, and they have like a three D aspect of it, and yeah. it's fantastic. If you get a chance, because it is amazing to see, because it's like no other uh, facilities.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm actually going to put a, a a link to that along with your information in the show notes, because I think people need to to see that and kind of see what uh, what's what's ahead. So, what uh, anything exciting for this spring summer season for Bentonville that you that you're aware of, that you want to share with the audience? Yeah,
0: sure. You know, well, the Momentary is the most exciting. Right, it's, it, right. it's opening up uh, February 22nd. Yes. And you need to, you know, if they can get a chance to go do that. Momentary is also having Fresh Grass Festival, and it's a bluegrass folks type of festival, music festival, that is coming to the area that I think is going to be kind of a unique experience because they have that outdoor facility, amphitheater area, that I think you're going to get a great experience next to Eighth Street Market, so right. you can walk across, <laughs> go to Eighth Street Market, and spend your dollars, and yes. come back.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs>
0: we're good with that. Yeah. I think, uh, of course, the Bentonville Film Festival is coming back in May. We're very excited about that, and so I think the spring. We're always looking for that. We have our Spring Arts and Crafts Festival that continues. It's been going on for years. We have still have quite a few people coming in for that. It's a little bit different experience, but we love kind of giving uh, multiple experiences for our community. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, Of course, you know, our baseball, softball, soccer, we have a tennis, softball, everything that you can think of. We have uh, things going on in the spring that keep us busy. I think uh, we have almost 45 45 sporting events coming in this next year. We have um, almost 80 bus tours coming in. And cycling events, about twenty-eight cycling events. Wow. And then I think she's at thirty-six to forty meetings at this point. And we those get added too. And we have multiple cycling events that are going on. Our biggest So large ones, yeah. Large ones. Our biggest one that we just announced. It's a first-time event. It is the little sugar or I'm sorry, Big Sugar Gravel Ride.
1: Right. And
0: it sold out in less than five minutes. I heard about a that. Thousand riders signing up for it, and there's a waiting list for it. So um, that's going to be a big one. That is in October, which, you know, October is our, what do we call it? Like, it's like bicycles. I mean, it's all bicycles. We have the Oz Trails off-road in October. We have the Outer Bike event. So we continue to have um, a lot of different cycling events with that. But those are some of our big ones. They bring in professional cyclists, big names from that perspective. And
1: doesn't it go almost all the way to the Missouri line?
0: It goes over the Missouri. That's line. Where You're I in Missouri. Yeah. In Missouri. yeah. yeah. It, it is on gravel. It, you get at you're, you start from down. Da- uh, we're starting from the momentary, finishing on the square. Yeah. And it goes out of town. You're on a paved road for a short time. But the minute you get on a gravel road, I want to say it's a mile, two mile, two, 2.3 miles or something sure, like that. Sure. And you're on gravel and you're on gravel till you get it back into town and you're on paved.
1: That's going to be exciting. Yeah. You, you may have to call October. Biketoberfest.
0: Biketober, that's what they do. Yeah, a couple yeah. people say, this so is Biketober. Biketoberfest.
1: <laughs> this is what we're doing. A lot of good things happening yeah, then. So. We love that. Well, yeah, that's exciting. So I guess it's hard for you being kind of like the de facto representative of this area, rep- seeing that you're the head of Visit Bentonville. I mean, give people an idea of, of um, I'm not going to press you to say, give me your favorite restaurant because that's going to make some people mad.
0: Well, I can't I, do a favorite yeah,
1: restaurant. I, I mean, <laughs> But I mean, I'm sure people are going to be like, what? You don't like my restaurant? What's yes. wrong with that? Yeah. So, but just give our listeners an idea of the breadth of, of a culinary availability here sure. in Bentonville.
0: Well, you know, we are so fortunate because we have some amazing chefs at many of our restaurants and, um, I'm going to, I know I don't have a lot of, I mean, I, I really seriously don't have a favorite. Mm-hmm. I have a favorite dish at every restaurant mm-hmm. <laughs> if that tells you anything, Yes. um, so, but I can, I'll list a few in the downtown and a couple of our, you know, you've got Fred's Hickory Inn. That's the standing that's been here forever. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, Sam Walton did a lot of business there. Uh, and I think that they have a story within a story in that facility. You've got Preacher's Son that's in one of our oldest churches in the area. And uh, Chef Matt Cooper is, uh, he's a celiac. So everything there is gluten-free. So you can go there and have this wonderful experience His food and is wonderful yeah. food. His food is amazing. Uh, it is. It is amazing. And he, and, and I love it. If you ever get a chance to visit with him about the food, you hear the passion and see the passion. And then, you, you know, you go down here and you have press room and you have Barclita and you have flying fish and, um, and then you have, uh, the she- uh, um, the hive which is, uh, Matt McClure, chef Matt McClure. And he's been a James Baird nominee, uh, the last couple of years. So our chefs are being recognized by a lot of the key organizations. You have, um, chef Rob Nelson with Tuscan Trotter. Um, he just opened up, uh, Trash Creamery, which is an ice cream place that, oh, you- Is it yeah. good? Oh, you can mix whatever you want. It's got some fantastic, I, okay. I can't, uh, it's, it's wonderful. I and then you have uh, Table Mesa and Tavola that um, they've, you know, they're- That's right here. Yeah, Table Mesa, it was one of the first ones. They came in before Crystal Bridges opened up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had two restaurants on the square when Crystal Bridge before Crystal Bridges opened up. And then Table Mesa took a chance and in coming into downtown and Tuscan Trotter, both of them opened up. I wanna say in two thousand eight and nine and Crystal Bridges didn't open up till two thousand eleven. So, you know, they were really focusing on what was going on in the area and they saw they were visionary. And I think I give Carl a hundred percent credit for kind of taking a chance on us. Um, some of our newer restaurants, Scotch and Soda, Fiama, Chef Luke Wetzel at Oven and Tap. You've got Kevin at Peddler's pub with the brick pizza. Yeah. It's it's just a destination within itself, that whole area. Um, and then of course one of your uh, favorite is 8th Street Market and what they're doing there. And, yayos, and, yeah, yayos. Yeah, yayos. And uh, <laughs> the new, co- is it Co-op or Coop? Uh, coop. Yeah, coop, coop. Which is the ramen. Yeah, coop yeah, ramen. yeah the ramen. And, yeah. Um,
1: and then, of course, there's the, um, uh, my man Omar Kasem with Juice Palm. Yeah,
0: Juice yeah, Palm. Yeah, and that's fantastic, so, too. Yeah. And then they have little shops like the Hill Folk. And then, well, of course, Holler, the food at Holler, and you can get breakfast or lunch. And then even stay after your meeting and have a drink if you'd like there and play a little shuffleboard. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, what what kind of catalyst was that? Was the Brightwater, the school. And uh, you can't beat that experience that they have within that whole facility and Bike Rack Brewery there. And then our newest is Bentonville Brewing Company is going to open up um, over there. And then it's right next to Climb Bentonville. So go climb, then have a stop by the Bentonville Brewing Company. Have
1: you been in the Climb Bentonville facility? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Oh it's my absolutely gosh, amazing. it's a
0: workout within itself. It is, I mean, it you you've got to be prepared to work out.
1: <laughs> <sighs> so basically, you're painting a picture for me yeah. of, of that. There's there's never a shortage of things to do yeah. in Bentonville. Yeah. That that obviously not only can you work hard here, you can play hard here, you can eat well here. Yes. And uh, I mean, and then you're going to want to come back for more if you're not from here.
0: Yeah. Well, and I missed one that you, if you haven't been there, have you been to Louise out at Field Fieldhouse? I've heard about it. Now. Oh, man, it is phenom- it's phenomenal. It is one of my favorite experiences. My husband and I go have breakfast and watch the planes come and go. And uh, we love doing it in the summer because they have an outdoor uh, area. Sure. And we can sit and sit outside, uh, you know, with a beverage or just having dinner and watch the planes come in and out. And it is, it's kind of one of those that you get to experience. But they do have flight schools there and 150 people are on the waiting list or more was the last I heard was 150. There may be more on that waiting list to become pilots. Um, So I think what that did was it introduced aviation to our community and people are really embracing it. And, you know, I mean, Louise Thaden is an icon for women and uh, for aviation as a whole. So I think it is, uh, it's a great experience for us. So
1: no, I love that. I love that. So. Well, you certainly have your hands full here, and I, I think you're doing an amazing job representing Bentonville. Any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience, whether it's somebody that just lives down the road, a piece in Fayetteville or Springdale, or somebody that's coming from, here, from San Francisco to come here? What would you want to share with them?
0: You know, I've shared about all of our, you know, one, one of the things I didn't talk about was the Native American Museum. Oh, uh, gosh. Mona.
1: You, yeah, yeah I, can't. I interviewed them. Listen, <laughs> I interviewed them. That place is a gem.
0: Oh, it abs- I mean,
1: Mr. Bogle's collection is I mean, I'm a historian, yes. so I really got off when I went in there. I was yep. just like, This is amazing. My yep. my son who goes to the Arkansas Arts Academy, his class was there and I was like beating them around looking at all the different <laughs> exhibits. But no, Mona is is absolutely out of this world and and uh, I need I I can't talk about it enough. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned Yeah, that.
0: And I i mean, I was trying to go through everything to make sure that was one of them. The other thing that we talk about, you know, we really talk about the trails, but we did not talk about the paved trails and that experience of connectivity, not just in Bentonville, but as a region, you can get on a paved trail for an easy ride from Fayetteville to Bentonville. Square to square. It, yeah, you're square to square. We do that <laughs> twice a year. Right, you can ride right, one right. way or the other Yeah, and uh, you get that experience. And that's a great collaboration with our Fayetteville Parks Department and our Bentonville parks moment, a great collaboration. And then they work with Springdale and Rogers to really create a great experience, but it's, it's 36 miles. Yeah. It's an easy stroll on a Saturday. You can enjoy it. We've done it to
1: stop and drink
0: and do whatever, even just to relax. Um, And we've done that a couple of times and ridden it and we love it. It is. It's one of the things that I think people forget that the connectivity of those trails is a huge asset for us that other cities would love to have. And well, they're think, just
1: building. I mean, Atlanta's just doing it now. Yeah, Atlanta. Well,
0: Raleigh yeah. Durham has called me multiple times. Yeah. So the, the yeah. connectivity of that Greenway experience has been huge. And I think you're going to see some more of that connectivity within our community. I think one of the things that we want people to know is we're here to partner with folks. If it's bringing in a meeting, if it's having an event, if it's working with a travel writer, our communications team works with travel writers all over the United States that come in and tell our story, they do such a wonderful job of telling yeah. our story better than sometimes us yeah. because they're experiencing it for the first time, which we get to see it every day. Fresh we eyes. Get, it is fresh eyes. Yeah. That's exactly the way to look at it. And so we love that. And um, our communication team will work with uh, folks if they're bringing an event here and how do we help tell their story. Um, and then even uh, bus tours and sporting events, you know, that's our largest. It's a $4 million economic impact, sports alone. and. That alone with the cycling and then the addition of the business traveler and the arts, we are very fortunate. We have a lot going on and trying to make sure that we tell that story even more and more each year. It, you know, it gets more challenging because we want to do more things. We want to promote more nationally. We right. want to experience, bring in more events. And sometimes those cost money, but we want to be a good partner with all of them.
1: Yeah. Well, you certainly are doing a great job with it as I see right now. So I have a great team. Yes. It's the team. I know. Yeah. It's, it's never just one individual. <laughs> oh no, so, no, 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 yeah. no. You you're standing on the shoulders of some amazing people here at Visit Bentonville. So if people want to contact you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you?
0: I think uh really um my uh email's great uh and it's just my first name K-A-L-E-N-E at visitbentonville dot com. I can my cell phone's on my business card. I'm very accessible. It's 479-877-0077, or they can catch me at the office, 479-271-9153. I I tell people that if you need something, we're here to help, Um, and I make myself uh, very accessible to the community and to what's going on in our community, because I only want what's best for our community and also for our state. If you don't know, I'm on the State Parks and Tourism Commission. Oh, just a second. It's state Parks. Heritage and Tourism Commission just recently changed. And I'm very involved from a state level so that, you know, we're hoping as a state, we want to continue to grow and evolve. And our team down there has done a fantastic job of elevating the awareness. And they work with uh, CGRW as our partner from a statewide perspective. And it's really about promoting the state and that benefits Northwest Arkansas. We benefit the rest of the state. Little Rock benefits us. We have a great partnership with Little Rock. We bring chefs from Little Rock and Northwest Arkansas to Atlanta Food and Wine Festival and showcase our city to the Atlanta area.
1: Listen, I'm going to tell you that <laughs> Arkansas is like the best kept secret. People don't realize that. And and it's, you know it you know, the efforts that you're doing and others, I mean, are really helping to put Arkansas on the map so people understand so that I don't get those funny faces when I tell somebody when they say, are you still in Arkansas? I'm like, yeah. And they're like five years. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. I'm not leaving anytime soon. (laughs) So, you know, but you're going to have to come see it for yourself. Cause I, I, I mean, outside of listening to this podcast or, you know, watching a video or something, you're going to have to experience it for yourself. And there's always going to be people like Kayleen with a big smile on their face and a willingness to help you get exposed to all the great things that are happening here in the Ozarks. Cause I got to tell you, Northwest Arkansas, is truly a gem, and uh, we really appreciate all that you're doing.
0: Thank you. Um, we have a great, a great group of people. Not only staff, even just the community, and we're fortunate that we uh, have all these people wanting to come. I think the secret is out. It is. It
1: is. The secret is out. So I mean, our growth. I uh,
0: when I moved here, it was twenty-one thousand, and we're at fifty thousand. The secret's out. Thir- Thirty-two
1: point <laughs> two net new people a day yeah. moving yeah. here. So it's yeah, crazy, it's crazy, it's, isn't it's it? Big. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, and well,
0: we want them to keep coming. We no, love it. That's it. Yeah,
1: keep coming. That's uh, awesome, Kayleen Griffith. Thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me and just taking some time. And hopefully, we can kind of share your story with the rest of the world and everybody else that wants to go a little deeper than what just a three minute news story could cover. And uh, we really appreciate you.
0: Well, thank you for your time. And we love uh, being able to tell our story. We Absolutely. appreciate you helping us.
1: Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Another great episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, or at least I'll let you be the judge of that. I hope you liked what we share today. Kayleen is an outstanding individual, just doing some great things here at Visit Bentonville. You need to check them out. I'll make sure that everything that she mentioned, even all 50,000 of the restaurants that she listed, will be in the show notes, so you know and where to look and where to find them. Several of them I've been to, several of them I haven't even been to yet. I'm also going to link to some of the people that she mentioned, uh, like Mona, as well as uh, Chef Matt Cooper, who was a previous guest on this podcast. And uh, I I will share the links to those episodes as well in the show notes, because we'd love for you to kind of cross-reference and see how things work so well together in this area. But that's all that I have for you this week. Again, I really appreciate you listening to I am Northwest Arkansas, we are continuing to roll out new things. So stay tuned. We've got an email list that we'd love for you to join. You can do so by visiting I am Northwest We'd love to connect with you and kind of share everything that's going on. There are three things that we're doing on our website. One is the podcast. The other is our business directory, which is free for any business in Northwest Arkansas. And then the third thing is our events calendar. Uh, We certainly want to make you aware of all the good things that are happening so that you don't look up and say, oh my God, that happened this past weekend. You want to make sure that you're making plans to be out there and be involved, especially if you live here in Northwest Arkansas. And if you don't live here in Northwest Arkansas, come visit us and see what all the fuss is all about. That's it. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I will see you next week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.